This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Thursday, July 2nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Several Texas bar owners have filed a lawsuit against Governor Greg Abbott over his order to shut down bars for a second time since the pandemic began. Bar owners feel like they're being unfairly targeted when restaurants that serve alcohol can remain open and other businesses can continue to operate. Bars are especially vulnerable because people tend to gather in close quarters for extended periods of time, there's poor air ventilation, and virus particles can spread with people speaking loudly. Sarah Blaskovich, reporter at the Dallas Morning News, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Thank you. There's several Texas bar owners that have filed a lawsuit against Governor Greg Abbott protesting against the shutdowns, basically. There's actually bars all across the country that are being shut down in response to coronavirus. California is another one where the governor is shutting down the bars. It's just kind of this hotbed of spread, they think. You're in tight quarters. People are talking very loudly, and they're saying that this is where coronavirus is spreading. And in a state like Texas, where it's kind of becoming this hotspot right now, this action is being taken by the governor. So there's a lot of bars that are filing this lawsuit right now. Sarah, tell us about it. How are the bar owners feeling about all of this? There's a group of, they say more than 30 bar owners in Dallas, Fort Worth, and some of its suburbs, and they feel unfairly targeted. So their idea here is that sitting in a bar while following social distancing guidelines isn't different than sitting in a restaurant, yet their bar can't be open and a restaurant can So what they told me when I interviewed them for the Dallas Morning News is that they're asking for fair treatment in this lawsuit. If restaurants can be open at 50% capacity, let's say they want bars to be open at 50% capacity. And instead, what has happened is the governor has shut down all bars that sell 51% or more of their gross sales receipts are from alcohol. So basically, a majority of their sales come from booze. And it's an interesting dilemma for these people because they can't make any money Most of these places don't do takeout either because a majority of or all of their business is from alcohol. And they just say it's not fair. 
And some of the reasoning that they're using, it's tough to really make her case on all of this. They're comparing themselves to nail salons and barbershops and saying, well, you know, some of these places have so much more points of contact with people that they have the same amount of risk or maybe even more. But part of it is not really that part. It's not the contact necessarily from the business owners. It's the people because they're congregating in these places. And we've heard more about how coronavirus spreads. And it's in places with bad air ventilation, sitting with people for long periods of time, talking loudly, spreading the virus that way. It's those ways that the virus is spreading. So that's why bars are being targeted in this. The bar owners I talk to say that they're following the same rules as everybody else. So they suggest that there aren't people elbow to elbow at the bars like there would have been six months ago. They say that bars have tables too and that they can move their tables six feet apart. Now, whether they're actually doing that and whether patrons will follow what they say is a whole different deal. And we've seen a lot of news reports and some politicians have said young people are the ones who are spreading this because they're hanging out in bars too close to one another. And whether that's true or not, it's really, really hard to prove. These bar owners say, we're not doing those things, and yet we still can't make money. The lawsuit is a $10 million federal lawsuit. They're looking for some damages there, but they're also looking for an injunction to the order. What have they said about the order itself? Because the governor in a few days, maybe after the 4th of July weekend, and say, okay, you know, bars can open back up again or something like that. And going through the lawsuit is a pretty lengthy process, a difficult process, too. What have they said regarding that? The lawsuit you're referring to is not in Dallas specifically. It's in another part of Texas. But this shows us there's more than one group of bar owners who are interested in suing the governor and TABC and other folks for this reason. But sure, the lawyer I talked to who's going to file the lawsuit in Dallas-Fort Worth this week, but he hasn't done it quite yet, I asked him that exact question, well, what happens if this takes a year? And they basically said they think it's the right thing to do because they don't want to sit back and do nothing. So, in fact, one bar owner's quote was, quote, we're not willing to sit by idly while this happens. We won't be treated unfairly. Now, realistically, will this come to pass and change the governor's mind? That's probably not how the legal system is going to work in this way. But it's a way that they believe their voice is getting heard. The bar industry in Texas employs over 800,000 people. I know that there's been a few protests from some bar owners and people that work at them. How have those played out? That has been really interesting here in Texas, in my opinion. And people are taking it in different directions. We saw one bar in Burleson, Texas, which is kind of near Fort Worth. The bar invited customers out on Sunday afternoon to their parking lot and they fed them water and Cokes because they can't pour any alcohol because bars are shut down. And those bar patrons just held signs that said all kinds of stuff about how they want to keep the bar open. Some of those people were socially distanced as they held those signs. Most of them were wearing masks, but that was how that one bar dealt with it. Other bars, like we've been talking about, have decided they want to be part of a lawsuit. One bar in Richardson, Texas, which is just north of Dallas, They just decided they were going to stay open, even though the governor said they couldn't. And in fact, posted that to Facebook. And so TABC, which is the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, came and shut them down. You know, you can't stay open when the governor (laughs) says that you're shut down. Yeah. So bar owners are really reacting here in lots of different ways. Yeah, it's a tough situation. I know it's been very vocal there in Texas, but this is happening across the country. And I know bar owners are getting squeezed pretty tight on all this. They're one of the first things that are getting shut down, all of this. And I know we were reopening things and then it's like the whole pause button hits and it's like, (laughs) we're pausing you all over again. But what are the bar owners doing to 
comply with, uh, you know, all the social distancing, especially like in a small dive bar setting, something like that. You know, it's really tough to control the patrons, as you were saying earlier. Right now in Texas, none of them can be open. But in the last couple of weeks, I've got one example. There's a bar called the Double Wide in Dallas. And um, the owner spent a fair amount of money to change the bar while they were shut down in April. And so when she reopened just a couple of weeks ago in June, there was a new garage door where there used to be a wall so that you could sit inside part of the bar, but it was breezy so that they could put that garage door all the way up. The room where the garage door was used to be a live music venue and there's no live music right now. And so instead they put tables in there. So they can't have as many people in bars and they don't want them standing or sitting at the bar near one another. But I talked to a whole bunch of bar owners outside of this lawsuit story who were really, it seemed to me, doing their best. They're trying to comply with the CDC guidelines. They're keeping within the lower occupancy percentages and they're trying to make money because a lot of them said, this is what I do. This is my business. This is how I feed my family or, or this is what I love to do. Um, and now I can't. Sarah Blaskovich, reporter at the Dallas Morning News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks. Nice to be here. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 